Can you hear that? It's the sound of the holidays. Yep, they're coming. Actually, you might even say they're already here. Everyone with a product business knows that this right here, right now, is the prime opportunity to gain some traction in your business and generate significant revenue. And Mina and I, we want that for you. Okay. We want that for you. And that's why we put together the product boss's guide to getting holiday ready checklist. We call it a checklist, but it's so much more than that. It's your crash course for getting your business holiday ready so that you can have an amazing Q4, right? That's quarter four. Now we've packed it full of checklists, planners, tips, resources, and our very best advice for making sure you're ready and prepared for a successful holiday season in your business and into the new year. And my friend, the best news is it's yours for free, totally free. So consider it a holiday gift from us. Just head over to theproductboss.com slash holiday ready. That's theproductboss.com slash holiday ready to grab your getting holiday ready checklist and get ready to sell your way through the holidays. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlo-Sita. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Happy Thanksgiving, friends. Happy Thanksgiving, Mina. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day and Thanksgiving. Yes. (laughs) And and wherever you are in the world, we're just grateful for you. It's Thanksgiving in the US when this is airing today. Um, But we're grateful for all of you, no matter where you are, no matter what you celebrate, um, no matter whether you've ever eaten a turkey or not. Yes, that's right. Because when I, it's funny when people say that, but yes, this whole, this whole holiday is about gratitude, which is why we want to make sure that we want to tell you that we are so grateful and thankful for, for all of you out there listening to us and for inviting us into your world. So we're so appreciative. So I thought that this would be a fun episode. We thought that this would be fun for where we were at in this time of our career. We've um, had some incredible opportunities lately. We've hit some huge milestones. Uh, The podcast is part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Just really big things. And I don't know where I was, but it was a way. Maybe I was in when I was in Italy and someone was like, do your kids, you know, do your kids like sit in with you because you work from home? And I was like, yeah, you know, they they always see me in front of my computer with my microphone and they're like, you know, like, it's great that you involve your kids. And I was like, you know, they're, they're involved enough. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what's funny is um, I actually ended up, you know, you had your interview with Willa um, and I had asked, you know, Layla, who's seven years old as well, to do mine. And then I asked Suri, who is 12 years old, right? And Suri actually did not, she said yes to begin with. But then she was like, okay, once we sat down with the microphone in front of us, she was like, I just want to sit in and listen to the two of you. So I was like, okay, that's okay. You can just be here and you can pop in when you want to and if you feel comfortable. So we ended up recording mostly me and Layla, but then Asari did end up adding, you know, a couple of things. So I thought that was great because, you know, it was like, um, I didn't want her to feel left out for one, you know, it was with her daughters, but um, it ended up being 
different than I expected. They know very little about what I do. Very little. So that's, so that you kind of jumped the, the, the right there. Like you jumped the story because we hadn't said yet that this, this episode today is an interview we're with like, our daughters. Let's have them talk about this legacy we're leaving. Well, so that was was the thing right they're like it'd be great if your kids saw what you did and I was like okay yeah and then I I I remember I messaged me and I was like we should have our kids on like at least our Mm. seven-year-old our girls that are you know gonna take over the world um our other kids will too but these two are very outspoken and rambunctious and like Uh give me a camera automatic yes to be on you know automatic yes like willow like can we do it now can we sit down where's the microphone and then she's like hey guys so Mm -hmm. so the thing is is i was like i wonder if they actually know what we do like i wonder because we you know your kids probably know about little labels because it's all over the house but this is Mm -hmm. she couldn't even remember the name of my business oh well they're (laughs) It, it, I can't, I haven't listened to Mina's. She hasn't listened to mine yet. We're going to listen to it together. Yeah. Um, you all can listen to it, but you know, I got to say it is an age thing and maybe just, you know, their own in on their own little worlds. I think they pick up certain things. It just is their normal. But as far as like speaking on what we do, that's a whole different story. But Suri certainly like I've seen, I've heard her this is your speak older about kid. what we do. Yeah. And she's 12 years old. She knew what we did. And so I think that there's just like with girls, especially, you know, you can captivate their attention, but they're not going to like rattle off exactly. Yeah. You know, you're leaving this legacy like we wanted them to. (laughs) Well, and I think that's cool. And so that's what we'd love. We we wanted to kind of start this off with one. Hopefully it's fun for you while you're doing whatever you're doing for these holidays. But two, thinking about what do our kids really know? What do they really pick up on? Like, what do we, we might assume that they're seeing something. We might assume that they, they know what we're doing all day, every day, but talking Mm -hmm. to our seven-year-olds that we've had this business since they were two, right? These girls have grown up with mom and mom going to see each other in so many different places. Right. Cause she always knows I'm talking to Mina. That's a hundred percent. She knows. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, well, when you listen to the interview, like you'll kind of get where they get. So I think what I I think my biggest takeaway was I actually do want to involve my kids more in it. I want to talk to my kids more about, oh, you know, here's a product and mom helps product-based businesses do this, but you're right in terms of age, because I remember when we ran, I ran into, um, someone had recognized me at an art show and I told my kids and I was like, Willa, like, come, this is one of mommy's students, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and she didn't care. Like she didn't care. She didn't process, but maybe it will wear off. But I do know that our kids know that moms are, we're independent, that we work Mm -hmm. hard. They see our work ethic. Like they understand being kind and helping people. So I think all of that eventually will kind of, we'll see how it shakes out when they're older. Yeah. I think the takeaway for me was kind of the opposite. Actually. I don't think I'm going to evolve them that much. I think that for me, what came out of it was that I realized that I have to meet them where they are sort of thing. So from that, I was like, there's actually so many things they're interested in that they know that I'm, it was nice to hear that they knew that I loved my work. Right. Um, But they have their own version of that, you know, like that, like for them, the possibilities are endless. So then it's like, you know, oh, like involved, like, I don't know, seeing me work and, and they apparently thought I, uh, like at least Layla thought that I was teaching everybody how to be good workers. So in her mind, you know, she says things in certain ways, but, but in, I think that, you know, for them that that has no like derogatory or condescending context to it, like being workers. It was that I was a worker for my own business. And, and then for her, she'll have that, her own iteration of that. It's you know, derogatory to, for our kids when we tell them to work or do chores <laughs> or make their beds or you want me to do something? 
(laughs) (laughs) No, no. But then I was like, the takeaway from it was that, you know, I was getting to do what I wanted a lot of ways. And so then not that I want them to involve them in what I want to do, but I thought, you know, this is really great because I've been as, because my daughters are five years apart. I really have been trying to um, uh, see them in their uniqueness, you know? And so like, I've been uh, buying like concert tickets for Suri because she's very, uh, you know, into music. And that's different than Layla, who I could have pretty much cuddle and she'll be happier than a clam, you know? And, um, and hers is more like, she's my little artiste is what I like to say. And she likes, you know, um, the arts and, um, and doing that through like painting and drawing and stuff like that. So that's what I would really love to do with them. And I think that, that conversation really led me to like reinforcing that, you know, of, you know, they know what they know about what I do, but clearly they're self-involved. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I'm, uh, we're, this is like a big name drop, but we're friends with the person who sings, let it go. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, when that, when that first came out, um, her son would get so pissed like she'd be trick-or-treating and stuff like that. And her son would get so pissed that um, people would come up and want to take pictures with her and call her mm-hmm. her name and like get so excited. He's like, leave her alone. That's my mom, you know? And I don't think, <laughs> and I, I still don't think he realizes that his mom's song is like the siren call to all uh-huh. children for all generations to come. And it's really interesting too, because kids just, like you said, they want to know what they want to know. It's like, what's in yeah. it for me? Yeah. Which is fine because they're children. They're supposed yes. to. But it's interesting how we maybe thought that they knew what we did or understood it in some capacity. And I, you'll hear when Willa is like, I'm like, what does mommy do all day? Sit at her computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. The thing is, though, I know that Surrey is into it because they've talked about podcasts and they actually listen to podcasts at school. So yeah. it's come up and it's at a different age. But, you know, with Layla, because they've grown up with it, that just doesn't seem like anything glitzy or glamorous or, you know, oh, this is what you do for work, you know, cool or not cool. It's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so I think that when, in my mind, I was leaving this beautiful legacy, but in their minds, they're just living their lives, yeah. you know? Well, so. same with, um, you know, and she talks about it in I'm Not Really a Waitress, but Susie Weiss-Fishman, the founder of OPI, um, her kids were like, they knew that their mom was at work, but they never fully appreciated like the impact she had on an industry. And maybe even now as adults, they understand it, but I'm sure there's those things caught up with children where they're like, oh, but mom was away or mom missed that game. So I think that what I, our biggest takeaway here is that one, it's just fun to talk to seven-year-olds and see what they think yeah. we do. Right. To whatever we think we're doing or or thought we were doing or legacy we're leaving, all we can do is model in our behavior. And then mm-hmm. perhaps, you know, what, for me, what I was like, oh, let me just tell Willa what I'm doing at the computer. I assume she knows what I'm doing at the computer, but let me tell her, oh, this is how I teach. You know how you used to do homeschool mm-hmm. and it was through that, you know, just kind of connecting the dots a bit more. Um, and I think always leaning into like our core values, right? Like, we're women, we work, we're independent, we're financially independent, we get to Mm -hmm. work in our own schedules, we get to be with our kids. So I think for all of you, whatever your values are, and however you want to raise your children, they don't have to know exactly what you do. But I think if they're able to follow you and your values and kind of you model it for them, I think that's truly the impact and legacy we're going to leave. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think I agree. I completely agree. I think that, you know, you have to be happy in how you 
you're living your life. But if you're expecting a seven-year-old to be like, yeah, you're changing my life. They have no idea what you grew you know, how that's different than how you grew up and they have no idea how their own grandparents came to America, perhaps like with us, you know? So with them, it's no different than anything else that they're seeing out there, but it molds them into who they are, especially at this young age of what's normal, what's not normal, what they can talk about, what they can't talk about, um, what they feel comfortable with, what they don't feel comfortable with. You know, they they barely knew what my husband did. They didn't even remember he was a pharmacist. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, isn't he a professional well, lunch maker? No. Yeah. Not even. That's my, you know, my husband. Right. He's a professional dropper offer and picker upper, you know, and which is fine, you know, because it's just like, they know that he's their dad and he supports them. And, and that's wonderful too. And our whole household dynamic is full of love and kindness and things like that. And that's what I'm ultimately trying to teach them. And I was just like, okay, I'm okay with this. They don't know much of what I do. (laughs) It is what it is. And at least I know that it's so, it's so different than how I grew up and what I want to pass on to them. Right. You know, and I also think that that's the thing and our kids won't appreciate it here. And, you know, is that we don't work out of the house anymore. So they don't even appreciate the fact that we can pick them up or drop yeah, them but off. the the thing is they didn't even realize that it, I don't know if they realize that parents sometimes leave for work sometimes you know? only sometimes. <laughs> so well, if you work for Twitter, Elon Musk is making everybody go back to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like they're because we barely remember before the pandemic and for sure Layla and Willow don't remember that. But Suri, like I asked her if she remembered when, you know, her dad was working in the pharmacist and she doesn't really remember. Like he used to work all kinds of hours and every other weekend, we're talking retail hours, 12 hour days. And it was just like, they barely remember what they had for lunch that day. You know, I think that we love to... (laughs) These kids are amazing. So whether or not you guys get through this podcast or not today, we'll see how much you could tolerate of our kids. No, but I think it's really fun. And um, we'd love for you to have discussions with your family. This is the time of like families getting together. Um, You might see it with your children and ask them, do you know what mom does? Do you know what dad does? Do you know what I do? See what they say. Be curious around it. Like listen to them Mm -hmm. and be curious about what their answer is. Like don't take offense to anything they say because you know, kids Mm -hmm. can really say it how they want to say it. Like my yeah. tummy's will is pillow. And I'm like, yep, that's why I keep it soft for you. Because <laughs> yeah. it's your pillow. No, but um, but I think it's great to be curious. And then I also think this discussion is one in which it's, we hold things back and we don't share, especially with the people closest to us. So maybe our spouses know, but do your parents know? Do your, do your grandparents know? Do your aunts and uncles, do your brothers and sisters, do they know what you're doing and your impact? And it might be a fun conversation to be like, Let's go around the table and say, do you know what I do yeah. for a living? Do you know what I do all day? Like, let's do like a humble brag table or let's share something about, or let's share something really cool or interesting that we just learned or we just figured out or we just did in our business or sharing a win. Because I think a lot of times we feel alone because we keep it to ourselves. Yeah. But it's a great time and for we do. You know what's so funny? It's very normal not to know what each other does because when we last... um Christmas, we went to Las Vegas, remember? We had like a bit of a family reunion and it was probably like 30 something people extended. This is extended family on my mom's side. 
And we came away and my sister who is in charge of the games, we usually play bingo or, or different things. Um, what's that one? Like cornhole, um, you know, like the bags that you yeah. throw into the hole. Wow. And so this year we were like, you know, what we should do is what do I do for a living? Mm. And there's lots of things like, uh, I have a few family members that are in the army, for example, or in the air force and a, a couple that are in the Marines and they do different things than they do out in the real world, for example. So one of them actually knows how to, um, what is the word? Disengage bombs, dissipate, disarm. Uh-huh. Disarm, yeah. <laughs> Dis bombs, you know. Good thing we're not in the you know, military. You know, duh, duh. <laughs> um, yeah. Obviously, I want to answer this question. He knows how to um, disarm bombs, and in the real world, actually, I don't know what he does in the real world. But I know it's different. <laughs> and then his wife is. Um, what are those people called? Oh my oh god, my I know god. nothing. Dispatch. Yeah, she's a dispatcher for a truck company that uh, transports potatoes. So like, you know, like we, we might know what our cousins do. He's my cousin, you know, this one I'm giving example and then his wife, but you know, it's like you grow up, you change and they live in Minnesota and we live in Iowa. It was just really interesting to see. I mean, I don't, they for sure know that I'm a podcaster, for example. I don't think that they know what I podcast about, um, per se, (laughs) but you know, like, I think it is an interesting game to play when you get around each other. It's not bragging really. It's just literally like, it's super interesting. We spend over half our time doing these things. It's like so much, it's one part of us. And so I think it is really interesting to to know what each other does. Yeah. And and actually nobody can explain it clearly with me trying to explain what my cousins do. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. That reminded me of something that I was just going to say and it jumped out of my brain about things to do. But I mean, I've tried to explain podcasting to my grandma. I'm like, it's kind of because she grew up with a radio, right? So I'm like, it's kind of like the radio, but it's an app on your phone and it's about a specific topic. And she's like, "Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, sorry. What what were you saying? But I don't even know how to say what we do, period. Like, we could be podcasters. I think everyone's a podcaster at this point, right? We could be podcasters, but then like for us, we've always been like, are we a media company, a digital education company? And then it's a whole other new world market where it's hard for people to even wrap their head around what that is. I'm like, you know, there's I, yeah. a reference point. I think like I teach people online how to grow their businesses was which yeah. I, what was what I was coming down to. But I would say like, you know, even with podcasters, like, you know how Willa answered, you know, you look at your computer screen or whatever it was that she said. I mean, that's 100% how my parents would describe my job and my parents would describe it that way, right? Yeah. Mina works on the computer, you yeah. know? So I think that, yeah, um, even though we... And, we're, you know, impressing upon them what we do. I think that it is super interesting because you start to see like, oh, people's passions or maybe not so much their passions, you know, or how they're contributing to their household or what they're interested in. And it just gets you accustomed to talking about what you do because you will get that out in the road. Remember Julie Ball's bag that she had? So shout out Julie Ball. Hello, lady. Um, She was the former owner of Sparkle Hustle Grow. And there was this one bag that she was going to have in her box that was ask me about my small business. Oh yeah. And you know, um, she was in the mastermind and then Jacqueline was like, Oh, I love that bag. And I was just like, Ooh, I don't know if I like, <laughs> you know, I, where Mina and I stand yeah. in the world. Mina's you like, know. nobody asked me anything in real yeah, life. I'm going to flip that toe inside out. So I don't get asked about it. <laughs> and I'm like, it, ask know? me, ask me, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> that right there is us in a nutshell. <laughs> So you can see how you can get more comfortable just speaking on it in these, you know, 
terms and how it will put a little bit of a a dent into someone's brain about like, oh, that's what she does or, you know, like lifts the lid off a little bit more. And I think that's what we do with our kids unconsciously. It's almost like masterminding with your family where it's like, oh, you do that. I know somebody who does this or, oh, like, oh, you ship potatoes. Like, um, Mm -hmm. I'd love to have you on the podcast. Talk about shipping. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's ways of connecting even with your own family. And I guess, yes, back to, and I think we'll wrap it up on this point, is like, I used to say to me, and I was like, you know, when you were younger and they told you you could be anything when you grew up and you could be an astronaut. And what was your response? <laughs> Mine was, um, n- no, absolutely not. You could not be an astronaut. <laughs> She's like, uh, never, actually. And I was like, kids don't grow up thinking they could be anything. <laughs> So right there, you can also see parenting styles. But I think what would be cool is to have that discussion in front of our kids around the Mm -hmm. table, right? Like if I have it with, I'm from five kids, you're from four kids. Like if all their aunts and uncles said what they did, it almost would also lift the lid because what do kids know when they're younger? Oh, you know, this uncle's in real estate and he rents things out to tech companies. It still might Mm -hmm. not make sense to him, but like, oh, you, there's a job for that. I didn't know when I was growing up that a fashion designer that I I don't know who that existed. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's just allowing kids to see the possibilities even more so when we open up the discussions. Oh, yeah. I mean, then they realize like what is out there in the world. I will give you a quick short story. And in that my oldest daughter, Suri, when she was about like Layla's age, seven years old, she was like, you can bake cookies because never in those seven years of life have I ever baked cookies (laughs) with her. She just thought they appeared on store shelves. Until my sister baked with her. And you can make them at home? Yeah. What? So you can see that, you know, there's a law of exposure happening here. They saw me cooking, but they didn't realize that you could bake cookies. Because you're not a baker. You cook more than you bake. right, right. Right. So they had never seen baked goods happen in their home. Right made somehow, right? They just thought kids, you know, they don't know what the outer world is like. They don't know how it comes to the shelves. So it is really interesting. And I remember what I was going to say. Mm. Oliver came home crying yesterday after school. He was running towards me when I picked him up and I could tell, I was like, something's wrong. So he had just bought new shoes the day before from Skechers and they're kind of like Gorkman's boots. And he was so proud of them. I've never seen this kid. He's nine. Be proud of his like look or appearance. So I was like, well, I was like, you're handsome. And he's like, nobody look at me. Right. Uh-huh. So very different than Willa and myself and James. <laughs> <laughs> Willa's like, look at me. Tell me something. Everybody look How's at me. My- <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at me. Um, so he Give comes- me that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so he's crying and he's like, look at my shoes. It was his first day wearing his shoes and they got scuffed up and where their sketchers, like the Suede actually pulled off. Like it was mm. just the plastic underneath the cheap shoes, right? So he is very black and white and he's very much like, how could they do that? How could they make more or less a shoddy product product? How could they even think about selling it if it can't even last a day? Like, really like, like stake in the ground. This is a major issue for him. And so it was cool. I don't know if he was listening, but I got to go through a production process and quality control. And oh my God. They got it's like from, punishment for this kid at it. this point. He already felt terrible. <laughs> they got it from the outlets. And I was like, why would they sell this at the outlets? Like, well, there could be two reasons. One could have just been overstock and they didn't care about the result. You know, there could have been people not looking at quality control. I was like, or they could have gone into production and then realized that there was, they they had an issue and they sold it at um, whatever. Again, not sure if he cared, but that was the first time I could take my 
knowledge of production and fashion apparel and use it in real time. So I tried to use it and I was like, this is, I understand this stuff. But then, you know, we ended up buying him Timberland. So cross your fingers at those things. Oh, good God. This story, let me tell you. I went to the mall. (laughs) I went to every store. I went to Gap. I went to Macy's. I went everywhere. Ended up being journeys that had the boots that he wanted. And I was like, these will hold up. So cross your fingers, the suede stays. But anyways, that was my story about my boring, like, yeah. Oh my God, as you rolled your eyes as I said it. But I was like, (laughs) mom knows something. (laughs) Okay, we'll end on that note. On a high enough note. I hope that this extremely long episode at this point um, is delighting you all and keeping you busy, whether you're prepping for the holidays, whether you're going through like, hopefully you are rolling and cha-chings happening on your phones because it's Mm -hmm. Black Friday, Cyber Week. We've all been prepping for this. Um, and I'd love to hear from you on Instagram. Let us know how it's going. Oh, I got to tell you, I'm going to do a cliff Another note. Another story? Or, uh, no, like a little secret. Listen for Layla. This is one proud moment I had, okay? Okay, okay. Um, that sh- I said, do you think Nye and Tao, which is mama's mom and dad, thought wanted me to own my own business when I was little? And she's like, yeah, I think so. Because they wanted you to have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl knows her mama. But... Obviously not her parents, you know, not her grandparents. So I was just like, this is literally what I talk about every day is more money in businesses' pockets, you know? Your interview so. might be slightly better than mine. So we'll see. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was a way into, that was like a Oprah Winfrey question. <laughs> <laughs> mine was just trying to keep Willa on task. <laughs> yeah, so right. I hope you all enjoy. enjoy. And it is a more informal podcast episode, but hopefully you're stuffed up with you know, pumpkin pie and turkey and are surrounded by people that you enjoy. And we're so grateful for all of you. Yes. Okay. Hello, everybody. We are doing a very special episode. I have a new co-host today. It is my daughter, Layla. And in secret, my daughter, Suri, who is going to be listening in, but she said that she does not want to participate. So she might hop in here with a few words, maybe one or two, but for the most part, I have a miniature Mina co-host. So Layla, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell tell the listeners, you know, maybe your name, how old you are, what grade you are in. My name is Layla. Um, I am in second grade and I'm seven years old. Okay. And so Layla, um, what do you think that so we're doing this for a Thanksgiving Thanksgiving episode because I know that for um, Jacqueline and for Willa that, well, actually I didn't listen to their episode yet, but I know that we always talk about how grateful we are for having daughters and for impacting the world. And we wanted to know if you guys knew uh, what we did for work. So question number one, Miss Layla, okay. is what do you think that mama does for work? I think you, I think you're like writing things. Um, I think you're like writing, I'm um, like, I think you're like writing stuff for stores. Okay, I'm writing stuff for stores. Okay. Because I saw you, um, mama, like um, doing something. You were like doing this VIP thing. I don't know. <laughs> And then, so then, what do you think that I do when I'm in here? Um, You know, do I have meetings? Like, what do you think I'm doing? Am I just laughing all the time? Do you hear me cackling it up? 
Yeah, you're like, ha 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 <laughs> And what do you think that I'm doing? So I think you're like talking about, um, I don't know. Do you think I'm teaching people anything about anything? Or? I think you're like teaching people um, of how to be like a better worker or something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I think that. Okay. Well, actually, what Mama does is that I teach people how to grow their business. Remember? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're like cackling out. I'm like, what is Mama laughing about? <laughs> and then so, you know, so do you remember the name of our, our businesses, right? Mama works with Daddy. What's the name of our that business? Um, Product Boss? No, that's the one with Jacqueline. Um, okay. I don't know. With little labels, right? Uh-huh. So... With low labels, that's the our family business, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you think that we do for, for that business? Like, do you think that you'll take over or, or what are you thinking? Or do you think maybe Sari will do it? I think you like do labels. Yeah. Stuff. Like you send labels to the people that we know. Yeah, to the people we know and people we don't know too. And what do you think that daddy does when he's working? I think he... I think he prints out labels <laughs> and then he delivers them because of he's like, guys, I'm going to deliver the labels. <laughs> yep, he takes them to UPS. He doesn't print them out himself, but he does get those boxes ready. Mm-hmm. And then for the product boss, you know, when Mama is on my meetings and stuff with Jacqueline, you know, so you said that you were teaching people how to be better workers, mm-hmm. but also better workers for their own business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think that when you get older that you'll, you might want to have your own business or do you want to go work at somebody else's business or what do you think you want to do when you grow up? Um, I'll probably work um, at somebody else's business. Okay. What do you think that Suri will do? I think she will work slow, solo. Solo? Sorry, do you want to say what you potentially want to do? Would you ever want to be an entrepreneur on your own business? Yeah, I would want to own my own business, but with other people to like help me because I can't do it alone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so when you see mama working, does it seem like I'm working a lot? Does it seem like I'm working a little bit? Does it seem like I like my work? What do you think? I think you're, like, working a lot because, like, you're like, I'm going to go on my meeting. I'm going to go on my meeting. I'm going to go on my meeting. Free, like, free times. Uh-huh. So I think a lot. Yeah. And then what, and then I, uh, sometimes I travel with Jacqueline, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes um, you go on the plane, you travel to go do work. Yeah. And, and then, but, you know, um, you guys, do you like that I do a lot of stuff for work? Like, what do you think about it? Um, I don't like it when you go on vacation because I have no one to cuddle. <laughs> yeah, but we cuddle when I get back, though. I know. And, you, and you're like, I miss you. Yeah, I do miss you. But you know what? That's okay, too, because we FaceTime when I'm gone, right? And sometimes mamas and daddies, that, that's what they do. Right? Right, sorry? Mm-hmm. Remember, the, um, like the first time you like um gave us um like some treasure, but now you don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, treasure you, hunt. You, yeah, you set you set it up a scavenger hunt for us. Yeah. So for everybody that's listening, when I first used to leave the girls, I would um for every sleep that I was away, I would bribe them 
with the things of um, they would get a blind bag or a treasure hunt and um, every single time, every single night that I was gone. So what were some of the things, like, do you remember? Um, yeah, I remember um, a few stuff. So one time um, you sent a panda and I think a fire emoji. Um, and then we were like, oh, it's panda backpack. So we checked in the panda backpack and it was like these push pops where you like push them, the cat goes over and then the lollipop pops out. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh yeah. So I would do scavenger hunt emojis, send them text messages, and they would find whatever it was. So if it was like a little toilet emoji, sometimes it was in the bathroom. One time I remember I did boxes because it was inside a bunch of Amazon boxes. You had to find those. Um, And then this one was panda backpack next to the fireplace. Oh, I remember (laughs) one. I remember one. Um, I remember this. Um, You got me a cupcake. Um, Um... Pop it, and then um you gave, and then you gave um Surrey a lobster backpack, and then you gave um um our cousin Jackson um a lobster one. Oh yeah, uh, oh for the for the poppets on your backpack. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. I do remember that one. Okay, so um, what do you think? So when Mama was little, do you think that Nai and Tao, Mama, you know, that's my mom and dad, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that they um, wanted Mama to be a business owner? I think they would, so you can get more money. Uh huh. <laughs> and then, you, and then you can like um, do some. So like, I think in like, I give them labels, and then they can de- deliver those labels to other people, and then it keeps going on and on and on again. As the product boss has grown, Mina and I have gone from being intensely connected and always knowing what the other is doing in business to building out a team and learning how to layer in different levels of communication among all the different team members. We've learned from experience that when there's a communication breakdown between the different roles of the business, the customers are the ones who may suffer the most. And that's not what we want at all. Nope, not at all. We prioritize and strongly value great customer experiences from start to finish every time. Creating great customer experiences starts with having a full picture. And having the full picture starts with having teams that are connected. HubSpot helps your team stay and feel connected. They can finish each other's sentences, sales pitches. Yep, it's that kind of connected. Yes, and the HubSpot CRM platform is carefully crafted from the ground up designed to unite your data, apps, and teams in a single, easy-to-use system. So instead of wasting valuable time tracking down information, your teams can spend their time having conversations where it matters most with your customers. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. So do you think that they like it that Mama owns my own business? Um, I think they would. Yeah. And so when I was a little girl, do you think that they're like, yeah, you should be a business owner? Yes. (laughs) Well, that probably wasn't that true. But I think that what Niantel wanted for Mama was they wanted me to go to school. Right. So, Mm -hmm. sorry. um, uh, Why don't you introduce how old you are and what grade you're in? Uh, I'm in seventh grade and um, I'm 12. 12. And so you've really grown up with, you know, do you remember when daddy didn't work in the house? Uh-huh. Yes. I remember that. Mm, you're probably too little, but Surrey, you know, I guess, I mean, it's only been a couple years that since he's worked full-time in the house. 
Um, so what did daddy used to do before? He worked for little labels all the time. He um, was a pharmacist. Yeah. Really? What? Oh, um, a pharmacist at those like medicine shops and hospitals? Um, not at the hospital. Remember? Do you remember where he used to work? No. Walmart, remember? Oh, yeah. He told that. Told us that one time. <laughs> yeah. See, it doesn't seem like you remember that much. And then, so, sorry. Do you think that it makes a difference? Like, how do you think it's impacted you that that mama um, has my own business and you guys get to see me working? Do you think that makes a difference on what you see mama doing, what you see daddy doing? Is it different from, like, the other kids that are in the same class as you? Um, I think watching you, because I want to own a business, too, since we own, like, two businesses. Mm-hmm. So it does rub, rub off a little bit, yeah. Okay. And then do you know of any other business, or do you know of any other parents in your class that you, um, have um, businesses? Uh uh-huh. And then I remember you telling me a story about how um, that you mentioned my podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In third grade, uh, we were listening to podcasts. And I told my teacher that um, my mom had, my mom owns a podcast. Yeah. And so, like, when, if you were to describe to one of your friends what I do, what do you think that I do? Uh, you teach people how to grow their business. That's um, what I tell most people. And um, and do, are they like, ooh, that's so cool? Or are they like, oh, that's weird? <laughs> <laughs> they think it's cool that they that you do that. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Um, so in the, um, because it's Thanksgiving and Jack and I are doing this fun episode mm-hmm. and I'm able to bring my two most favorite daughters on air with me. <laughs> Um, let's talk about, let's go around and we'll wrap up with this on what we are grateful for. Um, Do you know what grateful means and what you're uh-huh, thankful for? Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Mama goes first. Mm, Layla goes first, maybe. I am thankful for my family. You're thankful for your family? Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that. Um, what about you, Suri? I'm thankful for the people in my life because I really value that. Uh, like my friends, my family, because um, I'm actually meeting a lot of new people in school. So I really value that. Mm, I love that, baby. Um, I think I am very grateful this year for being able to not just connect with people that are around me, like the two of you and, you know, potentially the friends that I have around here. Um, when I say potentially, it's because usually I'm just hanging out with you guys, right? <laughs> and my <laughs> sisters and our family. Um, but also, I like that my work gives me the opportunity to meet other people too and to impact their lives and to be a part of their lives. So, you know, do you, did you both understand how, like, one of the big things that happened for Jacqueline and um, myself and the podcast was that we— are now part of like this, I don't know what to call it, like this network that makes us accessible. When I say accessible, it means that more people can listen to us. Um, and then they kind of have an idea of how to grow their business too. You know, like before when mama was little, there was not even the internet, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So I'm very thankful for that. But can you believe that there's probably other seven-year-olds besides you and Willa and other 12-year-olds besides, you know, Surrey and, that are out there probably listening with their moms or dads to the podcast and they'll probably hear your voice. So mm-hmm. is there anything you want to say to them out there? Like, I have nothing. You have nothing. So do you have any know. advice? Like, what would you say that you... um if you have any advice or tip for like, you know, being happy in life, like what would you recommend? Um, I would recommend, I would recommend, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, we can have go first. I think mm-hmm. that you should focus on important things like the pe- like the people in your life for me and you should close out anything that makes you feel like bad mm, I love that baby I think is be kind oh I love that mm-hmm. I also think that you should welcome everyone and you should um uh um yeah you should just be kind to everyone and um yeah. So do you feel like, because we're in Iowa, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's hard growing up in Iowa or do you like living in Iowa? Um. Well, I wish there was a beach in Iowa, but yeah, it's nice growing up in Iowa because uh, it's, it's peaceful here, you know? It's not like one of those big states, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you, Layla? Do you like living in, growing up in Iowa? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing about growing up in Iowa? Hmm. My favorite thing about growing up in Iowa is family. Yeah, we have all of our family here. Okay, I think that was a really fun episode. So when Mama did my, you know, work stuff with everybody and we launched and remember when I was like in here with the confetti, remember that loud mm. confetti bomb? <laughs> yeah, and then it got all over and we forgot to clean it. Yes, yes, we forgot to clean it. But we were doing a lot of, do you know what raise the roof is? This so we- <laughs> Yeah, and you have no shield for your um, light. Yeah. So, um, let's, well, so everybody around the world that's listening on Thanksgiving, we want to say we're so grateful and so thankful for everybody listening. So happy that we get to put our voices into the world and to come be a part of people's lives for a little bit. So we are going to right now, put everybody put your hands up. My girls, too. Okay. (laughs) We knocked something over by accident and we're going to raise the roof. Ready? Raise the roof, everybody. Raise the roof for Thanksgiving. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. (laughs) So we are going to record. It is Thanksgiving Day that this is recording. And grateful for you kiddos. Um, We're grateful for our husbands. We're grateful for this business and for each other. And we wanted to share um, a conversation with our seven-year-olds. How old are you? (laughs) Seven. Seven. Okay. So my first question to you is, well, can you introduce yourself and say, tell us who you are? I'm Willa. Willa? Nice to meet you, Willa. All right. I think I know you, though. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, she's my mom. 
<laughs> All right. So here's my question to you. Do you know what I do? What does mommy do? Product boss. Product boss? Yeah. She. What is the product boss? Do you helps know? Small, helps small businesses. What do I help small businesses do? Do you know? No. You don't? <laughs> no. Okay. So what do I do all day? Work. What, what's my work look like? You're just looking at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I sit at my desk all day? Yes. Do I talk into a microphone? No. I don't ever see you. Oh, what are we doing right now? Talking into a microphone. Don't yell into this. This is going to blast people's <laughs> ears out. You got to stay back a little. Okay, okay, so I help small businesses. And do you know what kind of small businesses I help? Small businesses? But what do they do? Do they teach people things? Do they make things? Like what? Do you know what like, they do? Who does the product like, boss help? Other people? But no, but do you know what kind of companies? Okay, look around my room. No. What are all the things that I get? Um, what I buy from uh, students in multi-stream machine or students in the product boss? All I see is just a workroom. Okay. Have you seen me get <laughs> candles? Yes. Jewelry? Yes. Have you gotten dresses? Sort of. What do you mean? You got little girl <laughs> twirl dresses? That's okay. They don't fit you anymore, but you did have them. So do you so so the product boss yes. where I help small businesses is I help small businesses that make products. Okay, that's why it's called the product boss. Oh my goodness, you didn't even know. <laughs> no. You just thought I sat here at my desk? Yes. And how do I help small businesses? Like what did you think I did for them? Help them? But how? Do I move their, on? Do I help do I mop their floors? No. Do I uh, fill up their gas tanks? No, just stop making like... Well, I'm just asking. <laughs> Do I teach them? Am I like a teacher? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Like how? I don't know. So someone would say, what does your mom do? What'd you say? Works at her computer all day. <laughs> okay. And so what did I used to do? What do you like to do when you're in my office? What do you like to draw or look at? I like to look at and draw dresses. Dresses. So what? what is mommy also? What do you want to be? I want to be a clothes designer. Uh-huh. And what was mommy? Clothes designer? Yeah, fashion designer, right? <laughs> so when you, I just call it clothes, de- clothes designer. designer. So when you come in my office when we're working sometimes and I want to, and, and we're kind of doing things together, what do you get to do in my office? Get my feet massaged in our machine and look at dresses like she done while she was working. Don't hit that. So fashion books? Yes. Yes. So when we talk about the foot massager, I have a foot massager under my desk. And so my kids will come in and they'll sit over on the side and they'll massage their feet, right? Well, looking at um, designer books. Yeah. And then I have a whole bunch of fashion design books. And you you like to look at the dresses the most. Yes. And what about that drawing thing that we have in my office that we keep in my drawer? Where even is it? Um, some. Oh, it's over there. Oh, yay! So it's one of those. I think you all remember that when I, when we were little, we had like that. Um, yeah, I fashion remember. templates, and then it's yeah. a set of a crayon. So yeah, it's like this crayon that you put paper on this like clippy thing, and you get a like. There's Barbie dolls with like you get to mix and match their clothes and. Basically, like, then you get to put a piece of paper on it and then clip it. 
and then just color it in, like, just zest it with a crayon. I don't know. How zest to say that. it? That's a good word. I don't know how to say it. But what? yeah. So my question to you is, is, so does mommy own her own business? Yeah. No. What? Not really. What do I do? The help small businesses? You don't know that I own my own business? No, like. What are you thinking? What's an own your you, own business? You do own your own business, but. Oh, yeah. What about Mina? Who is you she? You both are the bosses. Yeah. We so are you, both the bosses. Yeah, so you basically don't... It's not just you, the boss. Correct. And so, do, exactly, I'm not just the boss. So, do you know what that's called when Mina and I both own a company together? Do you know what we are? Product boss? Partners. Yeah, but you basically... Meh. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're partners. We're business partners. Sure. Sure. So that means she has 50% of the business and I have 50% of the business. And we work on things together. Do you ever have partners at school? Only table partners. Exactly. And do you work on projects together as table partners? Only sometimes. Uh Uh-huh. And how does that work for you? Me. Do you like working (laughs) with a partner or would you rather do things yourself? Only when it's a girl. Only when it's a girl. I don't like working with a (laughs) boy. You get enough of that with your brother, huh? Yes. Yeah. So, all right. So you are a, so I'm a partner. I own my own business. Do you know how many businesses I own? 1,000? No. Yeah. Um, I've started over 1,000 businesses with, for people. I own. Two. Two businesses. One of them, <laughs> one of them is where I still help people in fashion. Mm-hmm. It's called Designer Consulting Co-op. And I still help people make clothes. Okay. 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 The second one is, do you know the word? It's behind me in lights. Product boss. The product boss. So here's my question to you. What would you like to be when you grow up? Fashion designer. A fashion designer. And would you like to work for somebody or would you like to have your own business? I wouldn't really like to work for somebody, but I would like to make the clothes Uh and draw the clothes. Okay, but do you want to have a boss or do you want to be your own boss? Do you even know what having a boss is? Yes, because you're basically my boss. I am basically your boss. Good job. (laughs) Do you want someone telling you what to do or do you want to do it yourself? I basically want to be the boss. I bet. I know. This is a house (laughs) full of bosses in this house. So when I used to work as a... When, here, when I used to work as a fashion designer, when I first started working, when I got out of school, I was actually hired by a company. And that company had me come work for what? them. That's when I made the bathing suits. And I designed all those bathing suits. Wait, so you're the drawer? What? I was the drawer. So I basically was the designer. So I okay, with- I want to be the designer. Somebody has to be my boss. Oh, you do want a boss? No. And then they tell yes. you when to come to work. But they pay for everything. Versus when you have your own business, you figure out how to make your own money. So the boss pays you? The boss pays you. Okay, yeah. I'm going to have a boss. You want a boss? Mm -hmm. Can I still be your boss? No. Okay. (laughs) Is there ever anything that you want to make and sell yourself, like an entrepreneur? Have you had ideas of things that you wanted to sell to people? Uh, Not really. I just always wanted to make cut soap because I saw this thing on YouTube where you cut soap with one single wire. Oh, okay. And it's then really we, cool. And then you just want to cut soap or you want to sell soap? Cut soap. 
just cut it. Okay. So you like the making and the designing. Okay. All right. So I'm your boss. Sort of. Okay. And you want to be a fashion designer? Yes. And right now you want to work for other people? Or do you want to have a... Not right now. Not now. Because I don't like my mom bossing me around. Oh, because you're seven. (laughs) (laughs) Your weird noises. (laughs) And if you could make your own money, if you could like, let's say you made your own soap or lip gloss. I'd sell lip gloss or lemonade. You would sell lip gloss or lemonade? On a hot day lemonade. Hmm. And what would you charge for that? Probably like $7 or $1. Mm, those are two different prices. What would you pay? Would you pay a dollar or $7 if a kid was selling you lemonade, lemonade on the side of the street? One. One dollar. <laughs> that might be the competitive pricing, you think? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm going to quickly tell you what I do mm-hmm. so that you know that I don't just sit in front of a computer all day. Well, you sort of do. I do. Doing I, your work. I 100% sit in front of a computer all day, but this is what I do. You want to hear? Sort of. Okay. So I'll give you an example. Do you know grandma has a workroom? Yes, she has an art room. She has an art room. And does grandma mm-hmm. make things in that art room that she yeah, sells? Yeah, she likes some. Um, she actually makes things and she makes things with us because like we made a cardboard bed for my dolls once. Didn't I make that with you? Wasn't that me? No, that was grandma. It was me. I no. sewed the blankets with you and everything. And grandma, she got the, it was in grandma's room. It was in her room. room. But do you know the big uh, baskets that we have, those basket purses that we have? Oh, yeah. That's my grandma. She made them and she's basically a small business. She is basically a small business. And, And do you know where she sells? Do you know she sells her bags? She sells them on Etsy, which is an online shopping site. Can we buy one of her bags and give her $100. That would be nice to support her. I just want to give her $100 because we have a cuss jar. Every time she says a bad word, she has to pay us $1. Oh, so you want to pay grandma back for also, her all the time she cusses? Also, if she cusses in a in front of a baby, she has to pay us $100. <laughs> Is that true? Yes, because babies should not be hearing those words. <laughs> But now I know all of them because, like, she just eh. uses the um, a certain word that um, rhymes rhymes with pit. Don't say the word. Okay. We don't say bad words on this. Yes, I know. Okay. So, okay. So, grandma. But sometimes you say them. I, I do. So sometimes grandma, all or, of them. or grandma sells her purses yes. on Etsy, and yes. she makes them right. Wait. Um, you're covering my ears right now, so I can't hear what you're about to say. Okay, go. She also says all of the bad words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I'm just going to tell you really quickly what mommy does, okay? Yes. So somebody like grandma, who's yes. in her workroom, yes. making her bags yes. and trying to sell them on Etsy. Yes. So what we do is we have the podcast that they listen to. Yes. That teaches them things about business. Yes. And we also sell a course called Multi... Well, actually, do you know the name of the course? Product Boss? No, Multi... String Mudding. Say it again. String Mudding. Multi String Machine. <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> Come back up on the table, on okay. the chair. All right. So we sell a course called Multi String Machine that helps them know how to sell yes. more okay. of their products. Yes. 
to get in front of more people yes. and to have better systems. Yes. So to grow their business. Yes. So they can make $100 or more. What? Yeah. Do you know some people make $1,000? Do you know some people make $3,000? Do you know we've helped people make $250,000? Is that blowing your mind? Would you like to make a lot of money from selling things that you make? Yeah. Yes, as you're picking your nose. (laughs) I'll sell boogers. (laughs) (gasps) Disgusting. Nobody wants those. So so that's what we do. We help people. We teach them. So when I sit in front of my computer, like what you and I are doing right now, we record into this microphone. Yes. Careful. Don't touch it too much. We record into this microphone. Okay. And then people listen. Do you know how many people listen to us on basically on a radio? Over a thousand. Over a thousand. More than that. Over 100,000. More than that. Oh my God. Almost four million. 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 Four million. So. Sorry. Sorry for yelling, right? Yes. Okay. So that's what we do. So we help people grow their businesses and make a lot of money. Okay. Right? And you like to help people, right? Yo. You're very helpful. All right. So say, say to everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And tune into the next episode. And tune into the next episode. I will not be here. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by the shop one in five pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. Hey friends, Mina and I created the shop one in five pledge, and we're inviting you to take the pledge with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is your purchasing power matters now more than ever. We're inviting you to take the pledge if you head to shop1in5.com. The link is in the show notes. And when you get there, please make sure to share the pledge with your friends, your family, and your customers. Let's invite everyone to take the Shop 1 in 5 pledge so that we can all use our purchasing power to change lives. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.